Section 81 of Slave Narratives, a folk history of slavery in the United States from interviews with former slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Slave Narratives a Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various. Kitty Hill, 329 West South Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. I told you yesterday that my age was 76 years old. But my daughter come home and I asked about it and she says I is 77 years old. I don't know exactly the date, but I was born in April. I was a little girl, about five years old when they surrender come, but I don't remember anything about the Yankees. I was born in Virginia near Petersburg. And mother said the Yankees had been hanging around here so long that a soldier was no sight to nobody. About the time the Yankees come, I remember hearing them talk about the surrender. Then a Jew man by the name of Isaac Long come to Petersburg, bought us and brought us to Chatham County to a little country town named Pittsburgh. Old man Isaac Long run a stall and kept a boarding house. We stayed on the lot. My mother cooked. We stayed there a long time out of the war. Father was sent to Manassas Gap at the beginning of the war, and I do not remember ever seeing him. My mother's was named Viney Jefferson, and my father was named Thomas Jefferson. We longed to the Jeffersons there, and we went by the name of Jefferson when we were sold and brought to North Carolina. I do not remember my grandparents on my mother's or my father's side. Mother had one boy and three girls. The boy was named Robert, and the girls were Kate, Rosa, and Kitty. Master Long bought mother and all the chillings, but mother never seed father any more after he was sent off to the war. I married Green Hill in Chatham County. I married him at Moncure about nine miles from Pittsburgh. We lived at Moncure and mother moved there and we lived together for a long time. When we left Moncure, we come to Raleigh. Mother had died a long time before we left Moncure, Chatham County. We moved to Raleigh out of the World War. Mother used to tell we children stories of powder rollers catching niggers and whooping them and how some of the men outrun the powder rollers and got away. There was a song they used to sing. It went like this. Yes, sir. <laughs> I want to tell you that song. Here it is. 
Some folks say that a nigga won't steal. I caught two in my cornfield. One had a bushel, one had a peck, and one had rose near strung round his neck. Run, nigga, run. Powder roller catch you. Run, nigga, run like you did the other day. My mother said she was treated good. Yes, she said they was good to her in Virginia. Mother said that the slave man on the Jefferson Plantation in Virginia would steal the horses to ride to dances at night. One time a horse they stole, a rode to the dance fell dead, and they tried to tow him home. Mother laughed a lot about that. I heard my mother say that the cavalry southern folks was about the meanest in the war. She talked a lot about the Wheeler's cavalry. There was a lot of stealing and taking meat, silver, stock, and anything. Horses, cows, and chickens just didn't have no chance if a Yankee laid his eyes on them. A Yankee was pisin' to a yard full of fowls. They killed turkeys, chickens, geese. Now that's the truth. Mother said the Yankees skinned turkeys, chickens, and geese for they cooked them. Sometimes they would shoot a hog and just take the hams and leave the rest there to spile. They would kill a cow cut off the quarters, and leave the rest to rot. Mother said no prayer meetings was allowed to slaves in Virginia where she stayed. They turned pots down to kill the noise and held meetings at night. They had niggers to watch and give the alarm if they saw the white folks coming. They always looked out for paddle rollers. They were not allowed any education, and mother could not read and write nother. I remember the Ku Klux and how they beat people. One night, a man got away from them near where we lived in Chatham County. He lived out in the edge of the woods, and when they knocked on the door, he jumped out a back window in his nightclothes with his pants in his hands and outrun him. Deer was rocks in the woods where he run, and that nigger just tore his feet up. They went to one nigger's house up there, and the door was barred up. They got an axe and cut a hole in the door. When the hole got big enough, the nigger blammed down on him with a gun and shot one of deer eyes out. You know, the Ku Klux went disguised, and when they got to your house, they would say in a found voice, Ku Klux, Ku Klux, Ku Klux, Ku Klux. Some people say they are in slavery now and that the niggers never been in nothing else. But the way some of it was, I believe, it was a bad thing. 
Some slaves fared all right, though, and had a good time and liked slavery. End of section 81